Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. You're listening to Talking with Tom. Today we'll be talking about some of Tom's previous work, and we've got Tom in the studio. How's it going, Tom? Very well. Great. So in previous conversations, we've talked about specific, specific events, and last week we talked about the Forbidden City. So another one of your happenings that, that I, we've heard quite a bit about is the Palace of Versailles, and we'd like to you know, hear the background about it. So to get things started, how did the Palace of Versailles get selected for the venue? Well, how couldn't it? Um, you know, I think when you think about some of the most magical places on the planet, um, Versailles is probably, for me, one of the top on the list. Um, so we had a client that wanted something that was going to be extraordinary. Um, and there was an opportunity based upon um, some filming being done for us to have a window of time to do a spectacular special event. So we presented to the client and uh, instantly they said yes. And what type of event was it? This was a um, gala dinner um, that was on a um, conference type of event. Okay. And how did you guys manage to transform the palace specific to this happening and this client while still maintaining its integrity and its what the palace is about? Well, that's a good question. Um, you know, and it's one of the things that um, is a key philosophy in my design, which is to choose your location well and work with that location. Um, and then you can kind of open up the um, doors as far as transformation. One of the best ways to do a transformation of a space like that that is packed with so much history is to go back in time. And so we created an um, alternative reality, um, two different time zones, the present time and then um, back in Louis XIV time. And um, because the palace is so well preserved, it really bodes itself to turn the clock back while not having to do a major transformation, really um, outside of um, enhancing it with characters and music and things that would be befitting to those times. Cool. And tell us about something unique, challenging, that happened during production. Well, I think that... Um, you know, the unique part of the production was to actually get the two different worlds to, um, to not uh, intertwine with one another. And so we hired the um, royal cast to go in and wear all of the um, classic attire uh, and got a hold of all the carriages that we could and um, all of France and um, in the back side of Versailles where the gardens are um, there was a cocktail reception for Louis and uh, his guests and so one by one guests were arriving via horse and carriage um, and then in the front side our clients were coming um, and we trained all of the um, uh, Louis XIV guests to uh, speak in French and act as though the other guests did not exist. Um, and so one party had a cocktail reception and a dinner reception, and that was the present time. And then the other party had a cocktail reception and ballroom dancing. So what we did is we, um, we took the... Um, uh, room and transformed it with one very long 
table to seat all 300 guests. Uh, and then surrounding that were um, all the ballroom style dancing and music and things like that. Um, and it created a very um, strong illusion, um, even as far as we went through all the apartments that the guests um, from present time would be walking through and filled it with characters um, as they were getting ready for the party. We even staged things like fights and arguments to happen um, amongst the actors um, to give it a level of realism. Uh, and the result was really spectacular. Um, people, people felt like they were in another place and time. Great. So, um, very cool about the entertainment side. How about a little bit of context on the food and the flowers that went into this? Sure. Um, so, for the food, uh, we partnered up with one of the best caterers in Paris and um, worked on a menu that was um, really befitting uh, for a royal uh, and everything was done presentation style um, so um, all of the courses would come in we had a, a large um, prep line so that when all the wait staff would come into the room they'd come in at one time uh, and uh, place the plates down at one time, which is a very key ingredient. Um, you want to make sure that as your party is evolving, people are experiencing things simultaneously. That's where we kind of emit that intangible energy, and if we hit it at the right time, um, great things will happen. So from beginning to end, we use the finest French food as the background. Um, from cocktails all the way through dinner, and then we featured a, a grand entry of a croque-en-bouche, which is a um, profiterole that is covered with um, uh, a glazed caramel and uh, chocolate. And we designed a um, large entry uh, carrying case to bring it in. So um, these are little pyramids, and I think there was probably about 20 or 30 of them all stacked on top of each other. And all of the um, waiters were all dressed in costume and came out and presented the cake and then broke it piece by piece and brought it all the way around the table, making for a very dramatic feel. Very cool. So makes me <laughs> want to be a part of this. Uh, well, that's all the time that we have for today. Uh, thank you, Tom, for sharing. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. For more tips, information, and ideas related to events, please visit Tom's blog at tomnoll.events or noll.events.